Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Cars, the copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Los Angeles Police calling all cars. Attention all cars. Broadcast 161. Be on the lookout for the following described man wanted in connection with a killing at 817 East 3rd Street. Described as about 60 years. Wears mustache and Van Dyke. Has black hair, squint eyes. Weight 160 pounds. Dark complexion. Was last seen near 817 East 3rd Street. This man is armed and dangerous. That's all. As the buyer of approximately a hundred dollars worth of gasoline a year, you are naturally interested in getting the most for your gasoline money. We try to respect this attitude. So we make no claim for Rio Grande gasoline, which cannot be fully supported. When we tell you Rio Grande cracked gasoline starts quicker and develops more power per gallon, we explain that this is because of the patented Sinclair cracking process used exclusively in this territory by the Rio Grande Oil Company. This famous process strips gasoline of slow-burning fractions. It cracks or breaks up the remainder into tiny atoms that burn more readily and more completely, thus giving you greater power and greater mileage. Then we point to the one group of motor vehicles which give gasoline its supreme test. The police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment of our cities and counties. More of these cars use Rio Grande cracked gasoline wherever it is sold than any other brand. We challenge you to submit a stronger testimonial than that. And we challenge you to name a gasoline for which claims as reasonable and logical and convincing are made. Try Rio Grande Crack, the gasoline of police car performance. See for yourself whether or not you get the same flashing responsiveness police cars get. Make a test tomorrow. See your nearest Rio Grande dealer. Once again, it is our pleasure to present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief Davis. Good evening, friends. Tonight, you will hear a story that illustrates in many ways the danger of allowing radical indigents to roam loose about the city. You will hear how one of your finest police officers lost his life because he was lenient and tried to give a suspect a break. The story of Isaac Wolfgang, alias Fred Edwards, is just one of the many cases we have of this same type. The only difference lying in the fact that he went a step too far and killed a man. In doing this, he made a mistake. A mistake that brought the entire police force into sudden action and cost him man's most valuable possession, his life.
Saturday morning in downtown Los Angeles, November 4th, 1922. Merchant Fire Dispatch Officer H.A. Rude's attention is suddenly attracted by a cry of stop thief. The sound of hard shoes pounding on the concrete sidewalk ahead of him. Looking up, he sees a man disappearing around the next corner at a dead run. Another man in pursuit. Joining the chase, he overhauls the second man, recognizes him as the watchman from a nearby building, leaves him behind. For three blocks, the mad race continues. Then, at the corner of 3rd and Alameda Street, Officer Oliver Dinsmore spots the fugitive, joins the strange pursuit. Two blocks later, the two officers apprehend the breathless suspect and bring him to a halt. All right. Take it easy. Take it easy. I'll give it back. You're right there. You give it back. And that's not all. It's only one bottle of milk. That's all I got. I don't care whether it's one bottle of milk or the Bank of Italy. You stole it, didn't you? Yes. I only wanted to borrow it. Sure, I know how it is. How far did you chase this guy before I saw you, Harry? About, about three blocks, I think. Far enough, anyway. You see him take this milk? No. Now, that old watchman down by the warehouse potted. I heard him yelling, and I joined in the pond. I see. Well, come on, let's take a walk down to the station. I think the best sergeant can handle this. You're going to arrest me for despoiling one bottle of milk? I told you I'd give it back. Sure, they all want to give it back after it's too late. Come on, get moving. So the milk-stealing individual, accompanied by Officer Dinsmore and Fire Officer Rude, starts a more leisurely trek, this time in the direction of the police station. For two blocks, the three walk in silence. Then... Hey, I got something I want to ask you. Go ahead. You won't get sore? I don't know. Suppose you ask me and find out. Sarah. Uh, I live up here in this block. Uh, I got a room in a hotel. So? I want to know. Can I stop for a minute and get something? You won't need anything where you're going. The city supplies everything. But, but I want some money. Money? Yeah. You've got money. What's the idea of stealing that milk? I don't know. I, I, I just did it. That's all. I didn't mean anything wrong. Well, I don't think your idea is so good. Leave your money where it is and you'll have it when you come out. But you see, if I go to jail, I won't get the job I was going to get. I start tomorrow. It means a lot to me to get that job. I don't know. It doesn't sound right to me. I think you're trying to give me a stall. No, honest. I got to have that job. And if you let me get my money, I can bail out. Come on, give a guy a chance, tell you. What do you think, Harry? Sounds like he might mean it. I do mean it. Come on, ain't much to do for a guy. All right, I'll take a gamble. But I'm telling you right here now, if you try any funny business when we get up there, it's going to be tough on you. Because I won't play. There won't be any funny business. All I want is to get that dog. All right. Show me the hotel and we'll go up. So, believing the story, Officer Dinsmore follows his prisoner into a small looming house. Up a flight of narrow, unlit stairs to a room marked eight. Then, while he and Rude stand at the door, their man walks to a dresser across the room, opens a drawer, fumbles a moment with something inside. Suddenly, he whirls, faces the two men, a snub-nosed, mauser automatic clutched in his right hand, as Dinsmore and Rude start falling. Get everybody, or I'll let you have it, too. Are you dirty? Oh. Hey, what's that on the shooting? What's going on? Get up! Help! Somebody call the police. Do something. Get a doctor and go up to room 8. Fast. I'm going after well, that well, guy. What's it all about? What's going Get on anyway? Get a doctor and stop asking questions. There's a man up in 8 with a bullet through it. 
when Rude reaches the street, there is no sign of a vicious gunman. And after a quick search, he returns to room eight, tries to stem the flow of blood from Officer Dinsmore's wound until the doctor arrives. Take it easy, Oliver. It's going to be all right. The doctor will be here in a minute. Thanks. Harry. Right. It burns. Hey, I, I called the police. I guess that's about all I can do, but I seen him. I seen him running down the stairs. You know who he is? Yes, his name's Edwards. That's about all I know about him. Did you tell the police that? Oh, they they, they didn't ask me. Anyway, I was too excited. I, I couldn't even think yeah, right. Yeah, that's fine. Now, listen. You'd better go down and stand by for the police. When they get here, bring them up on the run. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. stay here with Dinsmore. Uh, all right, I'll do that. Harry. Yeah. Can you imagine a, a guy doing that? Over a bottle of milk. Don't talk, Oliver. Just take it easy until the doc gets here. The doc can't do any good. I know. You're crazy, fella. Everything's going to be slick. All you got to do is relax. Yeah. Relax. The slug burning a hole inside of you. Just relax. Dinsmore's words through true. When a few seconds after the police ambulance arrived, he died. Immediately, Detective H.H. Klein, head of the Los Angeles Homicide Investigation Squad, throws every available man on the force into special duty, then questions the witnesses for the shooting. You saw the actual shooting? Yes, sir. I was with Dinsmore when we made the arrest. And you could identify the man if you saw him again? Absolutely. Again. Now, where's that other fellow, the one who called in? Oh, uh, that's me, Captain. Uh, I seen the fellow running down the stairs, and I, I tried to stop him, but somehow he just got by mm-hmm. me. And... How'd you try to stop him? Well, I I yelled at him, and uh, I was going to grab mm-hmm. at him, and... But you changed your mind, huh? Right? Well, you see, he was waving a gun, and he looks uh, kind of crazy. Oh, sure, you? sure, I see. <laughs> Never mind about the details of what you thought. Did you get a good look at him? Oh, oh, yes, sure. He was right in front of me. You know, it's a wonder he didn't shoot me, too. I tell you, it was a mighty bad situation for a fellow to be here. Did you recognize him as anyone you knew? Oh, he lived here. I I told this other fellow here that his name was Edward. That's right. Do you know anything more about him? What he does, if he works? Anything that might help us to find him? Well, no, sir. I'm sorry. That's, uh, I guess that's about all I know. Oh, say, maybe Mr. Uh, Devron could help Hmm? you. Who's he? Well, he's the fellow that rents these rooms here. The proprietor, you might say. What does he know about it? Uh, well, I don't know if he knows anything about this, but, well, he, he might know more about that Edward. No, all right. Suppose you go and find him, huh? Tell him I want to talk to him. I'll be in the room. Uh, yeah, yes, I'll, I'll do that, right? Come on, boys. Let's look that room over. Might get a lead. Accordingly, Detective Klein and his men proceed to the death room. Begin a minute search of the killer's belongings. And in an old, battered trunk in the closet, they find a surprise. Hey, will you get a load of this? Hmm? What's that? This bird must have been planning a revolution or something. Look in here. Mm. Looks like dynamite. It is dynamite. There's caps and fuses here to go with it. All right, Jim. Come on, gather it up and we'll take it in with it. Right. Well, I've got through everything but this desk here. Find some more? Uh, not dynamite, but jewelry. Yeah, this guy's no amateur, whoever he is. Hey, 
were in this room less than an hour ago. Well, that's the reason why anything you can tell me now is of such importance. What did he say when you talked to him? Well, he came in and he he, well, he was very excited. He, he said he'd been in a in a little fight. Mm, was he bunged up? Uh, yes, he was. He had several small cuts and bruises on his face. Mm, go ahead, Mr. Wheeler. Well, he, he said he'd been in a fight and, and that he, he needed some money for a doctor. Did you give him any? Yes, I, I owed him $15 in wages and, and I I gave him that. Cash or check? Yeah, cash. Mm, well, that's too bad. Well, how, what did he do then? Well, he said he was going to a doctor's and that he'd be, be back tomorrow. Well, I, I guess he won't be back now. Uh, no, not voluntarily. And, Mr. Wheeler, will you tell me what he was wearing and give me as complete a description as you can? Of course. Now, let me see. As I, as I remember, he had on a, a blue shirt and it was open at the neck and he had a, a dark suit. I, you know, I think the coat sleeve was torn. Yes, it was. Uh, the right one. Mm, well, that's good for identification. Yeah, now let me see. He, he was a dark-complexioned man, and he wore a mustache and a Van Dyke, and his eyes were sort of empty, and he looked out from under him. Welcome to police calling all cars. Attention all cars, all points, bulletin. Number 66473. Wanted for murder. One Fred Edwards, weight 160 pounds, a foreigner, swarthy complexion, walks with a stoop, has black hair, black mustache, Van Dyke beard, wearing a dark suit, blue shirt, high top black shoes, medium build. This man is armed and desperate. All points take notice. Los Angeles Police, Captain Robert. And in the office of the Radical Squad, Detectives Evans and Lane scan this new bulletin. Hasten to Captain Robard's office. You want him to see me, man? Yes, sir. I think I know this fellow described in this bulletin. Edwards? Yes, sir. This description fits a man we've been watching in connection with some bombings around town here. The only difference is the name. What name have you got? A Wolfgang, Isaac Wolfgang. We've had him under surveillance for some time. Lane here and I think he was connected with that Southern Pacific track dynamiting. Mm, that fits all right. Klein and the boys found several sticks of dynamite and everything to go with it in his room. That's the fellow, all right. I'll tell you what you do. Get out and see if you can get a trace on him. Lay aside anything else you're working on now and get on it. I'll get another bulletin out with this Wolfgang alias right away. Right. Come on, Lane. Let's go. So efficient wheels of the law's machinery turn faster. Draw the net tighter and tighter about fugitive Fred Edwards, alias Isaac Wolfgang. Every patrolman in the city stands passersby. On the alert for a man answering the description provided on bulletin 66473, wanted for murder. Wanted for murder. Fred Edwards, alias Isaac Wolfgang. Description is In every hotel and rooming house in Los Angeles, plain clothes men look through registers. You know a man answering this description? Hey, let me look. No, take that. Let's have a look at your register. Yeah, help yourself. Let me see. Edison, Effie. There ain't no Edwards, Dan. No Wolfgang, yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, I know. Only I'm looking at every name in this book just the same. I'll see. Ellington, Henry. At bus station, train terminal. What's the matter? What's your name? What's it to you? Now, listen, I don't want to play any games. What's your name? Oh, you're a cop, huh? 
Well, the name is Smith, believe it or not. You got identification on you? Sure. I've worked in this bus station for 15 years. Okay, we'll go over and see if they know you. If they do, it's okay with me. Come on, let's move. Hour after hour at every place in the city where the fugitive might be, detectives question people and find no trace of the wanted killer. In the plaza, meeting place for vagrants and transients, Detectives Evans and Lane mingle with the crowd. Hope against hope for a glimpse of him. If we don't do something about it, no one will. Oh, you think they get tired of it sometime and give up? Yeah, I don't know how they do it. Not a dime between them. And yet they'd rather make speeches than look for work. Matter of fact, if you offered any one of these plants a job, they'd run the other way. They don't want to work. Yeah, that's right. Hey, hey wait a minute. You see him? I don't know. I just saw a black mustache and a beard over there. Hey, come on, let's see. Yeah. Hey, there he is. There he is. Yeah. Wait till he turns around and, and get a better look at it's him. Hey, Molly, come on. No, no, wait a minute. No. Uh, you're right. It is. Before he turned around, I could have sworn it was. Yeah, me too. Oh, well, come on. Let's browse along. You know, it's a funny thing about China that it looks so much like Wolfgang from the back, isn't it? Get my hands on this guy we're looking for. From what I heard, 
I never gave Dinsmore a chance. That's what comes to trying to be decent with a bum. It sure burns me up when I think of him. You and me both. Makes me so sore, I kind of think I'd like to find him and then have him start running. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Well, it can't do any good yelling about what we'd like to do. Let's get to that gather. Okay. Wait a minute. What's the matter? Start walking again and don't look around. All right. What's up? Walk around the corner of this barn. I mean, I'll tell you. Come on. Yeah, that's all right, I guess. Now, will you tell me what this is all about? I think I saw a pair of man's legs standing on the other side of the freight truck with a I didn't want to stop until we were out of sight. You think it might be? I don't know. We're going to find out. No, I'm going to walk back that way, and I'm going to have my gun in my hand under my coat. We'll walk around the other way and see if we can get behind him. Maybe that way we can take him without having any shooting scrapes. Okay, let's go. There you go, Stephen. Grab it. I see him.
de-jellied and purified to become Sinclair Pennsylvania motor oil. Yet it costs you no more than motor oils that come from inferior Pennsylvania crude. Both Sinclair Pennsylvania and Sinclair Opaline come to you in refinery-sealed, tamper-proof cans. Ask your nearest independent Rio Grande dealer for a free copy of Calling All Cars News, which fully explains our complete new radio schedule. Also, fascinating stories of screen stars, radio stars, police stories, and special features. And now, in the spirit of this joyful climax to a good year just closing, the Rio Grande Oil Company extends the season's greetings and wishes you all happiness and prosperity in the better year just ahead. Attention all cars, a cancellation broadcast 161 regarding a murder. Suspect in this case is now in custody. That's all. Rose and Chris. Frederick Lindsley bidding you good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company. <laughs>